family reunion. A family reunion. Family reunion. It's so nice. Come together to get together. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the Bag Lady Experience. We're starting out today with the OJ's family reunion. That is definitely one of my jams. Uh, you know, everybody's always typing F hashtag FOE, family over everything. But, you know, I don't just type it. I live it and I breathe it. And every time we come together to the Purse Podcast Studios to get together and unpack, and I'm here unpacking with you my blessings. It definitely feels like a family reunion. And I just want to say, here we are now with uh, part two of Lovers and Friends. And and I have to change that to Lovers and Friends and Family because it's definitely a family reunion when I have this gentleman in the studio with me. Um, he's been hanging out with me for a little while now. As you know, this is part two. And if you didn't hear part one, this is one of those movies that you do need to see the beginning in order to get caught up and understand where we at right now. Am I right, Terrence? You are most definitely right. Well, thank you so much. So for those of you who don't know yet, I am the bag lady. I'm coming to you live from the Purse Podcast Studio. And in the studio today, I have... My brother from another mother, unlike any other, Terrence, a.k.a., for those of you who don't know, Cootie. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, power, and love, family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being here today. So, you know, before I jump in, I want to just make sure that I um, recognize our sponsors for today's um, part two episode, which is Ongo Love and 360 Pickspin. Those folks hold us down on a regular. They make sure that we are good. Ongo Love is um, a family-owned, um, black-owned shea butter company that gets your skin right and have you smelling real great. One of my favorite um, scents right now is Black Woman. Please go to angolove.com, check them out, get your orders in. You won't be wrong. You won't be wrong, and you'll be thanking the uh, bag lady a little bit later about that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, please, 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 please check them out. But, um, um, we're not going to go long with the introductions today because we coming in hot off of part two. A lot of things were said. Yes. A lot of things were said. Um, Terrence definitely came here to unpack some stuff. He's helping me unpack. I'm helping him unpack. We hope you're unpacking in the in the process, you know, in the process. And um, we talked the last time about how you know unpacking. You can't just unpack with everybody because you open that suitcase, you never know what just. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what might pop out. But I'm I would be honest. I'm just really trying to learn to not even care because no matter what, whatever pop out your suitcase, it doesn't popped out of somebody else's suitcase somewhere so i don't care if it was all the way in berlin somebody that had that same situation happen not the to first or the last not the first or the last and i think another thing that terrence helped us out with in part one is i agree with him I, you know I, I walked away and had some takeaways and we don't want to stop saying misery loves company i think that was one of the most profound things that you helped me unpack in and in, in part one Misery loves company just because 
you're in a bad place and it helps to know that someone else can identify with you or is going through the same thing. Now, we want to be mindful not to use that phrase in those instances. Now, there are some people that when they're miserable, they want to try to bring you down and bring you to where they are. And then that terminology applies. But I think that we have to really be careful that we don't apply it in areas that it, that it, you know, it's just not applicable. Right. So I I really like that. Um, When you think about part one, anything that, you want to kind of go back on because once we get started, we're not going back there. And anybody who do want to go back there, you got to go back there and click the button in part one. So was there anything that you came away with from part one or anything you said, you know what? I should have, I should have touched on this. I wish I had touched on that. Or I want to unpack that before I move forward with where we're going. Nope. Part one was perfect. Part of my unpacking is trying not to make things that are perfectly imperfect, perfect, mm, right? Mm. So it was perfect. It was a great moment, and I'm excited about moving forward to the questions you have for me today. Okay, well. Because I know they're going to be some doozy. Well, listen, it's not just my questions for you. It's your questions for me. We both here unpacking. Don't make it seem like the bag lady is a bully. I'm not, I'm not a bully. I just like to talk, <laughs> as you do. That's right. <laughs> you got me. All right, so in in part one, we talked about, you know, just like how we came to be so close, how we became like brother and sister, and how we came to realize that, you know, starting from being a boy and a girl at the age, early ages of 14, going into being a man and woman, that, you know, opposite sexes can be friends, can be just friends, just be platonic. Um, and so we talked about the past a little bit and then in there, I touched on it a little bit about, you know, what are your thoughts about your daughter who, and your sons who, you know, are either around that age or have also passed that age at this point. And I talked about whether or not you feel the same way for them. And, and of course, especially your daughter, because we know that sometimes, you know, there's a different set of rules between the boy children and the girl children and, and you touched on that um, as well, but I want to I want to keep in that same vein um, um, about adults. Let's bring it forward. So we're talking about men and women. Can they really and truly just be friends? And we went on a whole tirade about how it is possible, and got on our soapbox and talked about how we've been friends and confidants and, you know, siblings and, and uh, almost like parents to one another and all of that stuff. And, and so I say to you, do you feel the same way? Are you able to receive that in your relationships with other folks? Have you been able to receive that in your past present and, and, and then in future relationships, is that something, what has been your experience with being accepting of that? Or have you been somewhat of a hypocrite to say, I'm a man, right? And I know I'm capable of doing it, but I feel like the age old additive that we hear from men is that you don't know what men think and you don't know how they're going to think. And I know what dudes think and it's different. He's saying he want to be your friend, but he's not your friend. 
but I'm capable of being a woman's friend. So talk to me. Well, I am absolutely 100% a hypocrite. Oh, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. All right, wait. Raise your hand and say, hi, my name is Terrence. Hi, my name is Terrence. And I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> and I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> so until, at least I was mm-hmm. until part one. Okay. So um, I I didn't think I was a hypocrite because I didn't have a problem with it. But there was all these rules and stipulations that came along with that, right? Mm-hmm. So my lady could have a male friend, but the stipulation was they could have never slept together mm. or never had any feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. Or he had to be less handsomer than me. Oh, <laughs> Not less handsome. Or, less you know, I, I'm just... I'm, if you're taking notes, don't write that one down. Right? He had to be less... Uh, attractive than me mm-hmm. and um so i'm being a hypocrite if i'm putting stipulations on who and how she can have a relationship platonic relationship with somebody right mm-hmm. at the end of part one there is something that stuck with me so guys i wish y'all could see but bag ladies uh who the purse it's the purse is <laughs> I can't even describe it. It's 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 uh it's really dope. And um at the end of part one, I looked over and she has a picture that she hasn't hung up yet. And it's a picture about love and all the things that love is and love isn't. Well, the second thing down from what love is and what love isn't, it said love does not envy love. Whoa. Mm. Love does not envy love. So that means if I love, I can't be mad Mm -hmm. at my mate loving someone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was a hypocrite until part one. And then seeing that message, like, look how God worked. I can't be a hypocrite anymore. Because if you love, right, Mm -hmm. you can't be mad at somebody else from loving somebody else. There's enough room, Mm -hmm. you know. I have three children, and I love all three of my children. And I love my dad and my mom and my sisters and my brothers and you and Mm -hmm. other friends. Like, there's so much room to love, and love is godly. So that's something that you definitely want to flow through you, right? Yep. So, yeah, I was definitely being a hypocrite by putting the stipulations on who she can love as a friend. Mm. Now, we know that these things don't change overnight, right? And I think uh, everybody got a little bit of hypocrisy in their DNA, whatever the topic may be on, but they got a little bit in them. So. You know, you don't change overnight. What do you? What is going to be your process? What's going to be your? What steps will you take to help really embrace that philosophy and let it manifest into your overall behaviors and and not just in your relationship, not just in your you know your adult relationship, but in your relationship um, as it comes to being a parent, you know, or or any other relationship where you know, the tables might be a little tilted or lopsided. 
Well, my first thing is, and I'm dead serious, is to listen to more the bag lady experience. <laughs> and let me tell you why. Because each time I listen to something, I get educated on something new. I always leave different and better. And um, no, I appreciate you. And even leaving here in this dialogue that we're having, you uh, forced me to think differently. And I did. I started thinking differently. So um, that's the whole, you know, the thing about this, right, Mm -hmm. is being able to unpack and talk and let it go, right? So I plan to do more talking and more unpacking and letting it go. And you're right. It is a process. And you have to trust yes. your mate, number one. Trust that not only, and I used to have a thing where I trust you that you wouldn't intentionally do something. But I don't know if I trust you that you smart enough, uh, right? Now, uh, wait, It's wait, hard to, to wait, say. And let me jump in here. Have you ever used that damn phrase I hate the most of, it's not you I don't trust. <laughs> <laughs> it's him. No. Well, no, I definitely say, I. I you know what? I have said that a hundred percent. But it's trusting that, number one, trusting your mate first mm-hmm. and trusting that not only is she loyal and faithful and committed to the commitment Right, mm-hmm. we'll have to have a discussion on that too. The being committed to the commitment, mm-hmm. um, you got to trust that she's she's smart, mm-hmm. and she's you know. So um, I got to get out my own way mm-hmm. and allow her to love whomever she want to love, right? Because she's only gonna love me in that way. So um, yeah, yeah, and and I'll add to that. You 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 got to trust her, but you also have, you have to trust you first, mm. right? That the, my perspective, right? You got to trust you first, and not just you. I mean, like me and anybody else who's been in this human space, right? You got to trust you. You got to trust you that you are a good decision maker, and that you chose this person, right? And that you had a process, right? So where there might not be a process, right? You're getting ready to go through the process of changing that mindset and you didn't have that process in place. You did have a selection process in place right. when you chose the person that you're in a relationship with. So you also, you got to trust you first. You got to trust your selection process. You got to trust your decision-making. You have to trust right in, in, in who you saw out after and decide to give your time to, and that you don't take that lightly. And so when you don't trust them, you're not trusting yourself, mm-hmm. right? That's how I feel. And, and and all of that didn't come to the bag lady naturally, right? That came over time, right? I'm in marriage number two and, you know, I wanted some things to be done differently. And I just kind of introspected a little bit more and really just began to do that. And, 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 and stop me when I'm wrong. Nine times out of 10, you're not attracted to the unattractive, so, right. all right. So, and, and I'm not talking about in the physical, I'm talking about in the physical and the, in the mental and the emotional, you're not attracted to someone who is unattractive 
Therefore, there's always going to be some type of draw on a, or a lure or whatever the case may be. And, you know, short of putting them in a bubble, unless you purchased it from Michael Jackson's estate, um, that's just not going to happen, you know? So, um, I say, trust you before you even try to dive in or worry about or add to trusting anyone else because you already trust you. Just be reminded of that. Um, I want to thank you for the compliment with regards to the podcast. And, and I know you, I know you probably don't want me to water it down by calling it a compliment because it's what you meant. But I just want to say, you know, it means a lot to me because, you know, when I think about these podcasts and I know back in episode one, I talked about all the things I didn't come here to talk about and, Mm -hmm. you know, and why I did do a podcast. And, you know, one of the reasons that I did lately about is because, you know, I'm not great at TikTok. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm not great at TikTok and I had to do something. Right. (laughs) Um, But um, what I want to say is that it's a billion and one things that there's a billion podcasts out there. You know, people talk about all kinds of stuff. You have all kinds of subject matter experts and current events and stuff like that. And I know I don't really get into that stuff on my show. Right. But I I look at the bad lady experience as the people's podcast. Mm. I come here to be a person. Right. I come here as a person looking to talk to people and just to be human and to find a vulnerable space to be human. And I just want to thank you, my blessings, for all of the support you've shown me, all of the phone calls that I've gotten, all of the emails, the texts. Um, when I'm not putting these um, shows up fast enough for you, you're letting me know. Um, I just want to shout out a couple of my super fans, if I can. Um, shout out to my, my brother-in-law, Hassan, super fan. Um, shout out to my brother, Cool D, who y'all hear me shout out often on the show. Um, shout out to TMJ in Middletown. You know who you are. Um, you know, I could go uh, on and on. But I just really want to thank all of you for um, your continued support. And, you know, that's so ironic. I shouted out males. And I was looking at the statistics of my show the other day, Mm -hmm. and I have 64% male viewers. Wow. 64% male, 24% female, and 12% um, unidentified. Now, Mr. Bag Lady tried to tell me the other day Mm. he was taking me off the air. He said he was taking me off the air, but, um, you know, that was just jokes, but that falls in line with what we're talking about right now. It's just like, you know what I mean? He knows that he's good and he's good to me and that he's got to trust himself. Absolutely. Right. And knowing that if I had 90% male listeners that, you know, that's no impact to, to us. Well, I think that, um, those numbers are right. And I'm surprised they're not even higher. And the reason being is, in just my opinion, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I always assume that women find it easy to unpack to each other, mm-hmm. whereas men, not so much. Mm-hmm. So to listen to this podcast, you get a chance to really listen in on women unpacking you know, all the different topics you covered, right? Like to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, then you hear other men where you might have been going through that situation or have that situation. So I could definitely see why men listen to this podcast. Great, 100%. Great point, great point. 
great perspective. Hundred percent. Great perspective. I mean, I do want to shout. Out, I do have some female listeners out there. Shout out to Shorty Boom Boom. You know who you are. Shout out to the Art of B, and definitely shout out to my number one, number one female supporter. Rosie from the Boogie Down Bronx, you know where you at, Rosie, because if I don't get these episodes up, Rosie will call me on the bat line about um, getting these episodes up. So I just wanted to pause for that. Thank you for that. And just really say to my blessings, you know, I really appreciate y'all. You, you have no idea how much better being able to talk to Folks, I mean, you and I talk all the time, and we had a conversation in this podcast studio that we haven't had in 37 years. Word. We never had. <laughs> never had. Never had. Never. So, I but mean. we had it here. We had it here, right? It's captured. It's in these walls. Um, so, just, just moving on. Um, let's talk about yours, minds, and ours. Let's keep it going, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we're in these relationships, and you come together Right. And you've got your friends and they've got their friends. And then um, as the relationship evolves, hopefully you form collectively couple friends. Right. 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 Um, what, what, what is your stance on that? How does that begin to work? Like, how do you feel about their friends and not just of not just their friends that are of the opposite sex, their female friends, too. Right. Let's get into this bag. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, their female friends think that you are mad cool. Oh, right. You know how it goes. Oh girl, you got a good one. I'm coming over. Oh, Terrence going to make the potato salad and the turkey, um, meatloaf again. Oh my God. I'm coming over there. And he always laid out. Oh girl. He's so nice. Oh girl. And then, and then somehow, some way at some point, um, you know, they might, friend request you on social media and, and, and I don't know, somehow they end up getting your number. Cause maybe there was a surprise party or a dinner or something. And then, and now they're reaching out to you, um, directly, whatever, whether it's just sending you inspirational quotes or whatever, but let's talk about that type of access and then vice versa, right? Oh, you know, she now has forged a bond with your brother. Uh, you know, your brother likes her turkey meatloaf. And whenever he comes over, she always treats him so nice. And he feels like she keeps a clean house. And, you know, he just thinks she's, and she's smart. And they, they have, a, a they like to watch Frasier. They got Frasier in common. And, uh, and, and now they have a, a relationship um, talk to me about the yours, minds, and ours of the relationship, you know, saga and what your stance is on kind of some of that. Well, I mean, right now, uh, with Nicole, shout out Nicole. Hey, baby. Yay, love Nicole. You. Um, this situation, um, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I monopolize a lot of her time. Okay. My friends are probably not really feeling me right about now oh. because I'm taking up all her spare time but um we just actually had a conversation the other day and she said how would you feel about you know my friends encroaching on our time and me spending some time and I said hey I'm all for it Mm -hmm. um I believe she should have her own friends Mm -hmm. to have that outlet right Mm -hmm. and um and as far as um with my friends I'm looking forward to her because I have some awesome friends, like amazing friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I think that's a great thing. And also, you know, 
over time developing friends on our own and having yeah. that. Um, you said something about social media, and um, I hate social media. God, I hate social media. Mm, it's what you make it. It's only bad if you let it be bad. Yeah, it's the access. The access, you know. Um, yeah, the friend request and, uh, you know, the comments. It's, it's, the, it's the access. What's the difference between the friend request and the access on social media then walking down the street and hearing a <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. It's like the difference between verbally saying something and sending a text. A text is forever, mm-hmm. right? And you know, there was a time before time. You know, where before there was social media, when an ex was somebody you bumped into at the supermarket, and you said, "Oh, hey, how you doing? How's your mom? How's your dad?" You know, whatever, whatever. You're looking good. All right. Good seeing you. And that's the end of it. Now, your ex is your friend on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So they never left. Mm-hmm. They still have access to you. Mm-hmm. There was a time before time when you had a social life and you had your family life and they did not mix. Mm-hmm. Right? Even if you're on the phone with your girlfriend and your man come home, oh, girl, you know, my man is home. I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Now, you're sitting with your man or your man sitting with your woman, and you still socializing with your friends during that family time. Mm. There was a time where there was just an acquaintances. I used to ride the train, the five train, every morning, same time, 7 a.m. I get on the back car, right? Mm-hmm. So, there's a bunch of people who also rode the train at that same time and got in that same car. So we became acquaintances. Mm-hmm. That's where the relation starts, and that's where it stays. Mm-hmm. With social media, it erased all boundaries where now you gave people access who normally would never have that type of access to you. I beg to differ. I'm jumping in. Um, I think that we are replacing the word visibility with access just because you see don't mean you could touch and um we are in control we are the pilots to all of that you mentioned coming home and your girlfriend used to hang up the phone when she walked in the door but when you walked in the door but now you come home and they stay on the phone again that's in that's controllable that's up to us to control that it's the same thing with social media. Yeah, you know, old dude can see your pictures and what you post. Plus, first of all, on social media, people only know what you tell them. They only know what you show that's them. A fact. They don't know a drop more, right? So that's all up to you and how you position that and how you, you could be going through depth and they they will not see it and will not know and vice versa, right? You could be living high on the hog and they have no idea. It's all in what you share with them. So do they have some visibility? Can they see a, a photo or a comment or, or how you looking? But they, they can, that's different than having access to you. Just because they slip into your DMs don't mean you have to respond. Right. And, and, and if you do respond, how you respond again is on you. I'll tell you, I didn't have some visits and I would, sometimes I get down route funky. Like, what do you want? Why get, or, you know, sometimes, of course, most of the time I just delete it, 
but there's been some that come back and you like go oh like seriously <laughs> like stop right until I learned how to block and stuff like that but the the moral to my story is that you know, people give social media a bad rap, but I think it's no different than when somebody's walking down the street and somebody approached them and they tell them, you know, no, I'm not interested or whatever the case may be or any, or at work, you know, your boss making advance at you or vice versa, whatever the case may be. It's all about the person who is on the receiving end of it and right. how they choose to, you know, how they choose to respond. Same thing with social media. You're on the giving end of it. You have a, a choice to decide what you're going to give. Right. And then, and then when something comes your way, how are you going to respond? So, I mean, I haven't heard you say anything that was not controllable, even down to the access. That's a fact. But now generalizing, do most people generally give too much? What do you mean give too much? Too much access, too much information. I, I would never want to go, so you can't generalize because just like I finished saying like earlier, like a, the bag lady, I'm not all out in the world of it all. And, 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 you know, I don't have any data or analysis on, on what it is. But if, if you just talk about in my immediate cipher, you know, I feel like it's a mixed bag. It, everybody got a mixed bag. You got the friend who wants to post the piece of chicken that they, <laughs> <laughs> right. The dry piece of right. chicken that they want to, they want to post the piece of chicken. They want to post the first snowflake, the last snowflake, Right. And to each his own, right? If that's what they choose to do, they want to share. And because just like we said, right, every, and they'll have an audience because they'll be able to find hundreds of other people who that's what they do and that's what they enjoy, right? So to each their own. And then you have the people who you won't post their children, right? No, my kids are off limits because I don't know what you're going to do with these photos and you know, blah, blah, blah. So you only see what I know. I want you to know I'm doing good. I'm professional. I got a promotion, right? Um, and, and that and that type of stuff. So, and then you got people that, they, the thirst trappers, right? That they want to put every, you know, you know, uh, seductive photo, male and female. We got male and female thirst trappers that are out there baiting. But that's no difference. There's all types of dating apps and stuff like that. So if they want to use Instagram and Facebook for those purposes, I mean, who are we, right? You know, we can't, I'm not going to pass judgment. What I'm going to say is, though, for me, my mate can't do that, and nor can I, right? Because it goes back to trusting you. I'm trusting my selection process to say, um, I, I, I chose somebody who knows that that's not something that I would particularly be fond of or care for. And conversely, I chose somebody that knows that that's not something that they want to receive from me either. So I have a question for you. We got off topic just a little bit. Yep, that's fine. So, Let's hang back. You know, we just got off the exit for a minute, y'all. <laughs> Had to use the bathroom stop at the rest stop. But we back on the highway. Okay. Of uh of uh friends and lovers, right? Mm-hmm. So I got a question for you. Yes. Um, have you ever had a male friend mm-hmm. that crossed the line and you had to dead the relationship? And if so, or if not, what would make what under what circumstances would you have to dead that relationship? 
because I know I've had experience where, you know, my lady had a male friend and he verbally let it be known that he wanted more than that. Mm-hmm. And she still continued to be friends. Well, not anymore because I made her shut that down. Oh, shit. But I felt she felt like to her, it's like, well, I'm not going to do nothing, so mm-hmm. it's not a problem. But for me, I felt like once he let that be known that this is what it is, and he still, um, it's not wasn't a one time thing. I felt like why keep somebody in the wings? waiting for a chink in the armor because we're human and there are going to be times where our relationship is not doing so good. Mm -hmm. So why would I keep, you know, this cat waiting in the wings to just keep pouring in and pouring in, waiting for an opportunity, a weakness? Hmm. Okay, so... I guess I got a part A and a part B. So first thing is to answer your question. Um, Yes, I have um, had a friend that crossed the line verbally. Um, And no, I didn't dead the relationship. Um, It wasn't a deal breaker. Um, I just got them together. Um, I helped him understand that, you know, going back to part one, I helped him to see the value in our relationship and help him understand, like, he didn't really have more than one time to do that, right? I afforded him the ability to express his feelings, right? I let him know that I wasn't flattered, you know, by his expression, you know what I mean? Um... But at the same time, I still saw the value. I, you know, I wasn't going to knock him because he was human. And his approach wasn't disrespectful. It was just him feeling like he needed to express something to me that he needed to get off his chest. I mean, and if, if for nothing else, for us to be able to go forward in our friendship while now I'm in a whole nother relationship, right? Um, and the respect that I carried for myself and my mates. Um, it was a get down to lay down type of vibe, right? So you want to be around me. You think I'm so dope. You know, you, you know, you feel like, you know, our friendship is good because, you know, I get things and I'm able to help. And, you know, then you, you're going to have to fall in line in order to, to keep this. And so fortunately for me, it worked for me because, um, I makes no joke about the respect that you're going to have to have for me and mine. Right. And it's no such thing as you respecting mine, but you disrespecting mine, but you're not disrespecting me because mm-hmm. we are one. Right? right. So to disrespect him is to disrespect me. You can't say you love me and be disrespectful to him. Right. So that just doesn't work. So, um, to answer your question, I've been in that situation. It wasn't a deal breaker. Um, the person valued the relationship enough, they fell in line. And next thing you know, I was giving them relationship advice, you know, with their next situation. And, and we just went off into the sunset and it's been all gravy since then. Is that what I think happens in every situation? No, but if you come to the bag lady experience, (laughs) (laughs) 
where we recognize that everybody has baggage. You just need somebody to help you unpack. You will come here and peel the onion back on stuff and unpack some things and recognize that it's not about pass, you know, passing judgment and who's right and who's wrong. It's about resolution. It can't be a one-size-fits-all type of thing either. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, don't worry about what everybody thinks. So what? Who cares? And all of that, right? Um, for you though, uh, <laughs> um, it goes back to again, uh, <laughs> trusting yourself, trusting yourself and knowing that you're dope and that whoever, whatever it's going to, it's just going to prevail. You can't, you know, I would say the same thing too about faith. Um, you know, I feel like sometimes we, you know, we, you know, uh, we gonna pray or we gonna, um, we gonna put it in God's hands, right? But then other times when things don't quite go our way, we sit and we worry and, and we forget all about that, right? And I say, well, you can't have faith sometimes and not all the time, right? right? right. And it's the same thing with trust. You can't have trust sometimes. You can't say you trust somebody and you know out your mouth, but then in your actions, don't your actions don't say that. Well, I believe in a relationship, it should be like that um, game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where you get, like, the three, like, uh, lifelines, oh, and I want to exercise my block. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Listen, somebody come to 333 Purse Podcast Lane and get this man, please. <laughs> Why am I feeling like these are one of those moments where it should be one of those Hold on, we got Kiki on line three. <laughs> Kiki, go ahead. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, shout out to Cuz Carter on the boards. Don't worry. We definitely working to take um calls. And and listen, you must he must be in your head because I got in trouble last time because I haven't <laughs> been giving the number out the way I should. But if you do want to please leave a message, call or contact the bag lady or or get sent over any topics or provide any feedback, we can be reached at 302-312-6929. 302-312-6929. Like that, cuss? Okay. So, should I have her unblock? You know what? That should be a segment. Oh, shit. To block or to unblock. <laughs> so, because this male friend mm-hmm. that used to be more than a friend, mm-hmm. and, you know, he let it be known that he still wants to be more than a friend, mm-hmm. and, you know, I had her block him. Oh, so, does he continue to stay blocked, right, after you said what you said, or... Should he be unblocked? How dope are you? Super dope. Okay, so unblock. I mean, because what are you really preventing? Where there's one, you know what I'm saying? Just like roaches and mice, anything else. Where there's one, right? The minute you see one, you know there's more. So you, you better, right? So what I'm saying is confronting head on. And that is not, you know, you, that's not by having it blocked, like the, having him blocked. That's to me, that is not the answer. Let me tell you something. I, everybody knows black lady have kids. And at this point I have grandkids. You know what I've never had in all my time. I've never had gates. I've never had them damn things you put in the plug. Mm. I've, ne- I've never child proofed my house, right? I've, 
houseproofed the child, right? I'm not going to move my coffee table. Well, let me shout out to seven because I will move the coffee table. <laughs> I will move the coffee table when Sevy come through. Not because I because I'm teaching him not to break it because but because he might pick it up. Bam Bam might pick the, the damn table up. But I, the moral to the story is I never went in a place of childproof in my house. I've taught my children, my grandchildren, right, how to operate in the house. I, I'm not moving stuff around. So no, don't block him or anybody else in and, and not allow social media and, and be checking phones. No, you just let it happen. Either you trust in this relationship or you don't. And and if it's for you, it'll be right. And if it's not, it's not. I don't look at, you know, I tell everybody right now, like, it's a win-win situation, right? Because if if you're in a situation and you find out some things that you just can't, you know, resolve to, you can't agree with, and, and for whatever reason you decide to go your separate ways, you take what the best parts of that and you take that with you and you leave the rest of it behind, but you walk away just a little more knowledgeable about what you like and what you don't like, right? But, you know, you, you can't go just uprooting, shifting, and altering people. And, and, and in your instance, bl- having people blocked. <laughs> <laughs> having people blocked uh, because you're really not, you're not avoiding anything. So, okay, this dude is blocked, but the five dudes that is working at the construction site when she come home every day, they they right there every day admiring her and, and yo baby yo and offering to take her out to dinner or whatever the situation. You can't block the world. I don't know. I was feeling like Ja Rule. Like, what you going to do when somebody get at your girl? We going to block that. We going to block that. We going to block that. 333 Podcast Studios. Come pick your center Uber, center Lyft. Nah, but I'm, I'm a, when I, when we, you know what? As soon as I leave from here, I'm going to say, babe, go ahead and unblock. And I, I won't, I won't, I won't do that no more. Listen, 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 <laughs> brother at all, you about to make me use my bad words. You would never let me let a man tell me what to do. Block or unblock. Oh, I'm going to let her know when I leave here. She, oh, babe, you can. No, 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 Yo, no, no, Nicole, no. I didn't tell her. It was a suggestion. Nicole, 302-312-6929. Get at your future sister-in-law. You hurt because <laughs> I don't play them things. It was a suggestion. Mm. It wasn't a command. How firm was that suggestion? You know what? Did, did it have... Did it have a deal breaker tonality on it? No, never that. Mm. Never that. She knows that there's no such thing as deal breaker when it comes to her. So, um, it was a suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like he was unworthy. Let me ask you this: Do you think that there aren't other? Does she have? Well, let me ask you this first: Does she have other male friends? Nope. That's the only male friend she has. Yep. And you was going to make her get rid of the only one male friend she has? Well, I'm her male friend. Uh, Listen, you know this is hypocrisy again because you know your sister. I got as many male friends almost as I have female friends. And another one of my brothers from another mother, uh, 
it was a similar circumstance. And I know he out there shaking his head right now, and I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> but I know he's shaking his head because it was similar. We formed a relationship, you know, early on, and um, we've been so cool ever since. It's been over 16, 17 years. Funny how time flies. And um, he used to get grief from his wife about our relationship. And, um, well, this is what he says. Cause we is the, the verdict is still out because she says that she never gave him grief, but he says she gave him grief. And, uh, that in the beginning it was a little rough, but he stood firm. Like I'm telling you, blah, blah, blah. And now we're all like the best of every, everything. There's some of the mm-hmm. best I got. Right. And, um, you know, luckily, Right. We withstood it. And then it's like, look where we, you know, look where we are at now. Um, Come on now. Like, I mean, why would you even suggest that knowing what you know and where we come from? Think of and, and, and not for nothing. How many female friends that you have? And then, and then, all right, granted, she only has one male friend. So, that did knock down my next question to say, well, if she got other male friends, do you not think that they possibly feel that way but haven't expressed themselves? But listen, hey, you touched on it in part one. What about she might have some female friends that felt the same way too? And let's talk about that. Is mm. it okay if she has female friends that are attracted to her? Is it okay for them to be around? Is there any boundaries or anything like that in place? It is absolutely not okay. (laughs) Female, male, and you're right. We did touch on that. So we're in a whole Mm -hmm. different world right now. Mm -hmm. So it's just friends and lovers. Like, it doesn't even matter now whether it's the opposite sex because, again, everything goes. Um, I think think it is a line. It's a thin line. And it definitely boils down to trust, and it definitely boils down to that saying over there, which is love does not envy love. So, you you know, I have to allow my mate to love on other people mm-hmm. and trust that she's going to respect herself first, mm-hmm. then me, and then us. And I definitely do trust her. And do you trust in regards to your selection process and choosing a, a mate that, you know, is trustworthy. You know what? I do. I definitely do trust me. And, you know, a lot of my distrust comes from when I wasn't the man that I am today. And that's usually where the distrust comes in for men because we'd be like, we know how men are. What we're saying is we know how we were or how we are. So, but I do trust me. And I made a a great selection and I trust her 100%. And you know what? I'm going to apologize to her (laughs) because you made me see the error of my ways. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and let her unblock my man and let him come back into the fold. Uh, And we're going to take let out of our vocabulary. Correct. 
I'm going to suggest to her. Mm, you're going to get some feedback on this episode. Woo. 302-312-6929. Text me. Um, post something on Spotify. Post on Instagram or on Facebook. Just get at me and let me know, you know, your thoughts and feelings on this episode. But go ahead, T. But that let, that's boyfriend privilege. I understand that that's privilege. Mm. That's not a controlling thing mm-hmm. or whatever. But I do understand Can that. we replace it at least with request? Request, yes. I shall request that if she wants to, that it's okay with me. Okay, because we don't want to replace Terrence with Ike. So let's nah, re- not at let, all. Let's replace let with request. Not at all, not at all. Okay. Well, y'all heard it, right? We are into this episode, part two, Lovers and Friends, The Bag Lady and Terrence, back at it again. We're going to go to a commercial break. I'm going to let T wet his whistle. I'm going to get me, uh, I think I got some Swedish fish yeah, over here. I'm going to get a double. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. That was Mary J. Blige singing Baggage. That was Baggage by Mary J. Blige. So um, perfect and befitting to the bag lady experience because that's what all of this is about is baggage. Um, It's your girl, the bag lady, coming to you live from the Purse Podcast Studio with my special guest, T.T. Cool T. in the building. Um, before we just jump in to try to kind of wrap up this episode, part two of lovers and friends, I definitely did have two very important questions for you, Terrence. Um, first I need to know from you, uh, stylistics or the Delphonics. 
<laughs> the bag lady has jokes. <laughs> the bag lady have jokes. Well, listen. I'm going to go with the Delphonics. <laughs> so well, I'm going to well, let y'all in on the joke. So my... my <laughs> <laughs> you, you, listen, all I asked you. You know what? Listen, you I'm going to leave it there. But you see, that's just it, right? It's a, <laughs> access. I'm teaching you control. Right, right. Access. Right. That you know to say if you know, you know. So you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> now, I, we love music. That's where I was you know coming what? from. We love music. So I'm just saying, stylistics or the Delphonics? The Delphonics. Okay. And in what song? By the Delphonics. <laughs> You think you're just going to choose the Delphonics <laughs> over the stylistics? Because I can tell you now, it's the stylistics for me all day. Let the sun show begin. Heavy, heavy. Step right on it. All right, all right, all right. People make the world, world go, go round. round. Okay. Doom, doom. <laughs> yeah, the Delphonics. <laughs> Okay, okay, I go, I go you another one. What came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> and why? Well, what had happened was... Okay. It was the... It was the egg. It was the egg. Absolutely. Why? <clears throat> because it's the egg that defines what it's going to be. Well, where the hell did the egg come from? Well... Doesn't matter where the egg came from. Just know that the egg is the defining moment of what it's gonna be. Oh no 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 no! Wait, wait, come on! Like, how did the egg get there? If the egg came first, did it just plop out of nowhere? Was it formed out of dust? Mm-hmm. So, for an example, if if three cats are being born mm-hmm. and one is black and two is white, okay. When they became black or white mm-hmm. was defined when they were eggs. Okay. So the point I'm making is maybe that chicken came from a turkey. Okay. All right. I think the stylist is in Delphonics just <laughs> all the way off. If I could, I'm a, I would get cussed to scratch that <laughs> off. You know, I don't know if I'm going to let you answer the chicken. <laughs> Let you well, answer it. I request this. that you edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Jumping back in. So, you know, we almost at the hour mark, and I really want to be a little more intentional and deliberate about how we wrap up the show today. And we talked and touched on a lot of stuff, but, you know, the relationship that we have and have been able to, to um, cultivate through all the years, all the ebbs, the flows, the trials, the tribulations with consistency, you know, um, is, is just un, unmatched. And, so, and for some people, it's unheard of, you know. So I think that we need to um, wrap this segment up with people, with the people and give the blessings a recipe, some type of a formula, um, I want to give them a formula, a recipe on what what has worked. Mm -hmm. And then I also want to make sure that we give them a call to action, right, for, you know, folks out there that um, 
are in relationships and and don't necessarily understand or respect, you know, the potential of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, I know for me, just to sum everything up, I learned a lot. And, um, you know, always say that everyone have a lane. Mm -hmm. And every lane is important. Um, Except your mate. Your mate doesn't have a lane. You know, they got the whole highway. Because there's elements of every lane. It takes all those lanes, right? Nicole is my friend, my lover, my sister. So she's every lane. So the highway is her. Scott Highway. Okay. So, um, you know, and again, that phrase, love does not envy love. Well, why don't we take that? Because I know you're drawn to that. Why don't Mm -hmm. we read the whole, why don't you read the whole thing? Sure. Let me get it. You need your glasses. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So the picture... The first one says, love suffers long and is kind. The second one is, love does not envy love, does not parade itself. Love is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in, in, you got to say I don't have Iniquity? my glasses. Yeah, you just had to prove I have my glasses. <laughs> Iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So, here's the formula. First things first, to trust your mate. Trust that your mate will um, respect themselves, respect you, and respect the relationship, first and foremost. And then be easy in knowing that, again, love does not envy love. There's enough room for your mate to love on others. And um, I'm going to leave that right there. So trust your mate. That's first and foremost because you have to trust that she is going to respect herself first. Because or he, he, Mm -hmm. because if he or she does not respect themselves, then surely they're not going to respect you Mm -hmm. or respect the relationship. Okay. So um, trust your mate. That's the first thing. So it doesn't matter whether you know her girlfriend has feelings for her or her guy friend has feelings for her or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Right. That's irrelevant. Trust that she's gonna you know respect what y'all have. And then what about adding to the recipe for those who are in a relationship where they're struggling because their mate doesn't have that? How do they how do they manage that? They have a melanin or a Terrence in their life, but they're they're, you know, they're the person that they're in a relationship with struggles with that relationship and they say they trust them, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't trust the other person. And now they're, you know, they're asking them to block mm-hmm. the, you know, the person that they have a relationship with. What is your, you know, your feedback, direction, advice for, 
someone who's on the opposite side of the table because we touched on that in part one too. You right. had that from your spouse. I've had that from my spouse. So mm-hmm. what about the person who's like, I know this is platonic. I know this is good. And, and now I'm being put in the middle and asked to choose between, you know, a, a, a friend that I see feel to be a dear friend and, you know, the person that I'm in love with. What advice do you have for that person? What goes into the recipe for that? Well, you know, that's an insecurity. At least I know it is for me, right? I don't want I don't want my woman to love nobody else but me. Mm-hmm. Outside of her children and mm-hmm. her family, of course, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially not another male. Um, but that's an insecurity in myself. And again, I hate to keep going back to it, but love does not envy love. Mm-hmm. I can't be mad that she loves someone else or cares because she. I'm sure she don't love this dude, right? But <laughs> <laughs> um, there's enough for her to be a friend, and her wanting the fact that she wants to be a friend to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the things that I love about her. So I definitely can't stomp out the things that attracted me to her mm-hmm. in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to let your mate be them. Trust the process. Trust them. You know, trust yourself mm-hmm. that you made a good decision in mm-hmm. choosing the mate that you chose. Mm-hmm. And um, everything will be all right. And, hey, at the end of the day, if they did do wrong, then, like you said, you blocked him. But there's, you know, several others. So even if it wasn't that person, it was going to be somebody else. Yeah, expressing some type of feelings or something like that for right. the person. That's a fact. I think I like that. I like that. Um, I think if I was going to add to it, um, I would add communication, right? And not to be cliche, but, you know, communication is very key, right? You had to be able to have these types of conversations so that, you know, you know, you know how your mate is feeling and they know how you're feeling. And, and you also have to communicate with yourself to and be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. So shout out to you for the fact that, you know, at least your mate felt comfortable to reveal that to you, right? Which means that you are not you weren't displaying any huge levels of um insecurity because she felt comfortable with letting you know that and she felt and obviously you had a demonstrated trust within for her that she felt that she could share that with you. And I think that that comes through, you know, talking and communication. And it's like I said, even introspection and in, in knowing, you know, things about yourself um, that is key. So I would put communication, um, constant and continued communication in that recipe, you know, mm-hmm. um, be sure that, you know, you're in a relationship that you can be open and honest because if you can't be open and honest with your mate, then to me, maybe that's the relationship that you got to evaluate more so than the other relationship that may be in question. I think that that's really important. What do you think? I agree 100%. Okay. Um, what else do we want to put in this recipe for folks that want to be able to have, you know, be lovers and friends. And that includes even, you know, sometimes, you know, at work, we spend more time at work than we do at home. And sometimes your coworkers become, you know, some of your closest friends because you, you know, you, you with them more time than you can be with your mates at moments. Mm -hmm. Um, that can be a challenge, you know, also, and just, 
Uh, I think I want to make sure that I bake that recipe in there too. And I think in those instances, it's important to include your mate. So that means, you know, if at the end of every day, your mate says to, you know, how was your day? Don't just say, oh, it was fine or it was okay. And, you know, and, and not really talk about it and, and give them some type of visibility into the people that you're interacting with, bring them in so that when you do have a barbecue at the house and you want to invite, uh, Larry from the office, or you want to invite Donna that it's not, well, who the hell is Larry or who the hell mm-hmm. is Donna? Because, um, through the communication back is the, at, at the last step that I gave, um, they almost feel like they know them because you've talked about them and, and, and they can hear how platonic the relationship is. And, and if you're a mate like me, you almost feel, um, happy to know that there's somebody over there at the office that is helping to, you know, ensure that your mate is okay, you know, when you're not, and not that you want it to be of the opposite sex, you know, of course they can have a homeboy or a homegirl that is ideally that person. But if it is somebody of the opposite sex, you know, I think Mr. Bag Lady would be good to know that um, if I got a bro at work that, you know, something popped off at work, that that's, that person is going to make sure that I'm good, that I get out the building or that if another male is disrespecting me or gets out of pocket and he's miles away, he can't get there. He can't even get in the building, but mm-hmm. that somebody is going to step in and defend my honor, you know, just based on our relationship. So, um, I think that, um, I'll just throw that in the recipe as well. Make sure that you bring, we talked about yours, minds and ours. Just kind of try to, um, center that more to the hours mm-hmm. and, and bring bring it from out of the corners of the yours and the mind. At some point, if, if we have our relationship, then we should have our friends. It doesn't matter where it started, right? Mr. Bag Lady and I, that's kind of what it is, where we are. We basically have a pool of um, our friends at this point, no matter whose friends they were in the beginning at this point, everybody to the center <laughs> court, right? right? Right. Because if you, you can't be a friend of one and, and not the other, you know, and if that's what it is, then shame on you. Coworker, one thing, friend, that's a whole nother story. Cause mm-hmm. we take, that's another episode because we take that word. Um, we, mm. it has, it has deep meaning, right? So, okay. That's the, you know, I think that's a pretty Good amount of stuff to go on. What call to action do you have for my blessings out there around being lovers of friends or just around anything else, anything that we did not unpack here today, but you think it's really important. This is the people's podcast. So what call to action do you have for the blessings? Hmm. What, what do you, what do you want to call on them to do? What do you want to tell them to do? I mean, it could be as corny and cliche as love yourself. It could be, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's just anything, whatever's on your mind and your heart. If it's nothing, say nothing, but I don't know how much I'm going to receive that from you. Cause you always got something to say. You know what? I'm just going to say definitely love on yourself. Trust the process and love the process. Right. Mm-hmm. Because all those ingredients, you know, by themselves, aren't don't taste good, don't feel good. Mm. But they all come together to make something that's wonderful. So trust the process and love the process. Okay. 
Y'all heard it. Um, that was Terrence. We're going to give him the biggest shout out and, uh, and just say thank you so much to him and how much we appreciate having him here. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, here at the Purse Podcast Studios, we come here um, to unpack and get a little bit closer. We realize that you got to know where you came from in order to know where you're at and have a better vision into where you're going. And, you know, hey, I'm here. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, if there's anything that you would like for me to help you unpack, please hit me up at 302 302- 312-6929. I also ask that you uh, go log on to angolove.com and check out some of their wonderful scented shea butters. And, um, you know, with that being said, I'm going to close it out today. And um, Terrence, will you come back and visit us at some point? Absolutely. Is that a promise? That's a promise. How soon? Shoot, I might be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, you guys go on, be great, embrace your families, please be safe out there, be well mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially, and until the next time, blessings, see ya.